And welcome to another episode of the Two Fans Podcast. I'm your co-host, Joshua Ament. Uh He's not with me right now, but the other co-host, Ari Jesselson. Uh, this intro is being done after the episode because we decided at the end of this episode to split it into two parts. Uh, part one was up yesterday, uh, so go check that out if you, if you haven't already, uh, and enjoy part two. One place that I would like to see a team is in Albuquerque, New Mexico. I would rather have somewhere in Mexico, but I just saying to the U.S., it has a metro population. Uh, it only has a metro population of uh, 929,000, but we've seen those games in Mexico and and New Mexico that people go crazy for it. And while I do think that, A, the Cardinals would be a better move just to take a one state over, I think that having that in New Mexico could draw some Cardinals fans, could draw some fans from Mexico, and could draw friends from anywhere else. I mean, I would like, I would, uh, that's, I mean, it's certainly an, an, an idea to have a team, of course. Uh, uh, I mean, in, in Albuquerque, of course, I'm sure you, you would get a lot of support from uh, uh, statewide from Santa Fe, too. Uh, as far as, as far as the, the, just the size of Albuquerque itself, uh, uh, the metro is, uh, uh, is about 1.15 million people strong, uh, making it, uh, ringing number 55. Uh, among among metro areas in the U.S., that would be, I mean, that that would be the second uh, smallest city behind Green Bay, uh, with uh, uh, with any team. Uh, so it would be the smallest uh, if, it, if it weren't if it weren't uh, an NFL team. Uh, but that, yeah, that um, uh, that would that would be interesting to see to see if if a, if a market that small uh, could support it. I know they have a they have a Triple A team. Uh, on the isotopes, but that's about it. Uh, that you know, it's an idea. We've talked about before how some cities they'll have two, uh, how some states will have two or three even uh, sport teams. And just going to that idea, the Islanders, it doesn't make sense. They've sit at the bottom of attendance year. I dropped my phone. That's my mic. It's fine. No scratches. Nothing cracked. Thank God. But uh, going back to that, yeah, islands are the bottom of the bottom in attendance year after year. What's a great city around that area in the eastern population that would seem to have fit who loves their hockey? Hartford. Hartford has a metro area population of one million people, just a little over, over a million people. They've been begging year after year to have, to have uh, whalers back. And you can still see now the support for hockey in, Hart- in the Hartford area. Um, yeah, I mean Hartford. Again, like when they're they're of course still the, those diehard uh, Whalers fans who want to see uh, hockey uh, return to return to Connecticut. I will say, as uh, someone who uh, went went to a school in, in Connecticut for nine years, uh, it was also uh, I mean on the New York Connecticut border. So take takes from that what you will. Uh, that uh, that the Rangers seem to be. Uh, the team there uh, pretty pretty solidly, um, but but of course people uh, people will, will still continue uh, to dream uh, to want it. I will say it's a little bit little bit more realistic than uh, uh, than a place like Albuquerque. Uh, it's only the uh, a metro area of uh, 1.47 million strong, uh, the 44th uh, uh, largest metro area uh, in the U.S. So uh, it. Again, knowing knowing the sport Hartford has has for hawk uh, for hockey, 
it's probably it's probably uh, again d- doable. I don't know if the NHL would uh, would want to go through with it with uh, taking it out of New York into a much smaller market, but who knows? Yeah, and if a big issue would be that small market. What about a city like Indianapolis getting a hockey team? Obviously, you do have the Blue Jackets. Uh, you have the Blue Jackets, Red Wings, and uh, Blackhawks. But uh, outside of that, people want to go into Indianapolis, which already is a pretty big sports city and a sports state. You have the Cleveland baseball team, and you have the Indianapolis Colts. And just to get that uh, population thing, they have a metro population of 1,800,000 people. You still have your big city in an area where people could still push in and go and willing to go to your place as some fans around that area, let's say Kentucky, it will be an easier drive to go to Indianapolis rather than Tennessee for the most part. Uh, yeah, of course. Yeah. And uh, Indianapolis, not just, uh, of course, you Indianapolis teams don't necessarily just take support from Indianapolis. Of course, uh, the, the whole state of Indiana, places like Fort Wayne uh, and South Bend too. Um, I think aside from Northwest Indiana, which is, which is Chicago territory. Um, but I digress, but uh, yeah, as far as, uh, as far as hockey uh, in the Midwest is, is something that the NHL can definitely uh, expand, uh, expand on when, uh, uh, when sort of people sort of speculate on, on further expansion and even kind of when Vegas uh, expanded before they had settled on Seattle, uh, some of the, some of the, some of the biggest uh, cities that were, that were floating around uh, were Milwaukee and Kansas city. Uh, yeah, so you, so you don't really, again, you see Chicago, St. Louis, Minnesota, and that's pretty much all their, uh, uh, Detroit too, but that's pretty much, uh, all, all it is, uh, in terms of, uh, Midwestern hockey. And I feel like they, they can, there are a lot of different, uh, markets they can expand on. Yeah. And just going more Western to hockey, there are only, uh, there are only what there are six cities in the West area, the Avalanche, Golden Knights, uh, Coyotes, Sharks, Kings, and Ducks. I'm not including the Kraken yet, but that then will be seven. Another team in that area... Um, did you include the Canucks? I'm counting the United States, that's why. Okay. Yeah, I'm just going to count the U.S. For this, for this to work, but there's not that much here. There's not that much to have in hockey, and a city like California is obviously going to show support for the teams, but Arizona... The scoring hot desert, the the Coyotes, even though there are some loyal fans, they always sit bottom of attendance, barely barely pushing 500000 per year for a total. Uh, so a great thing that I could see happening, one, I go to Salt Lake City. Uh, obviously, you have the Jazz there who are, a, who are a great team, and they do have show their fan support. Salt Lake City also has a metro area population of 1,180,000 people. It is a it is a, a pretty big uh, pretty big area, and just like a lot of these cities, we said it could draw in people from Idaho, Wyoming, Oregon, Nevada. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm generally, uh, if in case you hadn't noticed, I'm I'm generally one to be opposed to uh, sort of taking teams out of these sort of top uh, top fifteen, top twenty uh, metro areas that that feel that most all of the time. Uh, they can support a team. Unfortunately, unfortunately, the Arizona Coyotes are the one glaring exception to this. I mean, whether it be just uh, on the ice with uh, with attendance or uh, the plethora of organizational issues uh, that they have, I think uh, I think 
kind of it's the worst kept secret in the uh, in the NHL that the uh, that the Arizona Coyotes days uh, are numbered. I think Salt, Salt Lake City is uh, is a very interesting uh, idea. Of course, they're going to be moving to the Central Division uh, when the Kraken start play, so they could definitely get a little bit of a, of a Mountain West rivalry uh, with with the Colorado Avalanche. There uh, could could be very interesting. I um, what I I would uh, what I would uh, suggest slash sort of. Um, see what uh, what, mo- what most other pe- uh, people uh, are saying about about the Coyotes is that they, is that they would probably uh, move to Houston. Of course, it's uh, it's a much much larger uh, measure even even than Phoenix of of uh, over seven million people, the eighth largest uh, in the U.S. and Canada. And again, it would would be would be great in terms of the central division uh, with that alignment then again Salt Lake uh, wouldn't be too bad either um, but but there there of course again between other options in the mid in the Midwest uh, Milwaukee and Kansas City too there are a lot of different uh, places that uh, that want a hockey team um, Coyotes just have, or I guess the NHL as a whole uh, I mean ha- has has their options So yeah, and there is definitely a lot of possibilities, especially with the NHL, who have we've seen in the past few years are willing to, for an extent expansion, who have teams like the the Coyote, the Kraken now, and before the Golden Knights, who in their first year went to the Stanley Cup. They're obviously big on the they're obviously big on ex- expansion. So it's definitely going to be interesting to see who goes in there next. Yeah, I think uh, um, uh, something that uh, that you've mentioned a couple of times that I want to uh, sort of get into a little a little bit more is that we were I've sort of uh, been talking a lot about about which cities should have a team, and not really talking about the cities that have many teams. Uh, of course, I mean the two the two biggest uh, ones that will. Uh, that will come to anyone's mind are New York and Los Angeles. Of course, they have multiple teams in uh, just about every every uh, one of the big four leagues. Um, uh, New York has uh, has a has a metro population of twenty two point six million people. Uh, L A. not too far behind with eighteen point seven million. Uh, just for reference, the next largest um, the next largest metro area between either the U S. or Canada uh, is Chicago. With 9.8 million, so they are they are head and shoulders uh, so much larger than any other city, and as you can see that like even if there's like a 50-50 split uh, between the support just within the metro area, uh, not including the the surrounding area, uh, if it's a 50-50 split, you're going to have about about 10 million uh, uh, 10 million uh, supporters uh, each. I know like. I know not every single person in the metro area will support every single team, uh, but that's the case for all of them. We're just talking about in terms of uh, number of people and assuming sort of fan support is generally consistent. Although it's not, it's not always consistent. Of course, there, there are more Yankees fans than Mets fans. There are more Ranger fans than Islander fans. Uh, so we'll say even if there's a, there's a 60, 40 split between uh, between fan support for teams, the lowest, uh, the lowest sort of imaginable 
uh, team support between the uh, between the the LA team that gets forty percent of the fan support would still be about seven million people, which would still make for the tenth large. Which, if I mean, if that were a metro on its own, would be the tenth largest metro area uh, between the U.S. and Canada. That's still that's still a, a big market team. Yeah, and you also see a lot of these big market teams because they are in areas like that, like Chicago, New York, Texas, California, that they definitely do have more tremendous success than these smaller market teams. Even the White Sox, the luster team of Chicago, if I may, still has over a million people in attendance because they're in that Chicago area. They have in that they are in that bigger market and are more plausible. To, they are more likely to succeed. Yeah, and of course. Uh... I, I was just talking about uh, New York and Los Angeles, the cities that can very clearly have two big market level teams. I think now you see uh, out with the Yankees and, and, and Mets, like the, the prime example that both teams are going to be, are going to be spending big, not just now, but also uh, in the near future. Um, I think uh, some other sort of their big, mar- big markets, um, but not exactly to the extent that New York and, uh, and LA are, uh, are Chicago, uh, Washington, D.C., uh, and the San Francisco Bay Area, uh, which all have two uh, Major League Baseball teams, uh, but that's it, nothing, uh, nothing else. I think or with the one exception that, uh, uh, that, uh, that D.C. Has, uh, has two football teams, uh, Baltimore and the team of football. Um, again, with sort of with those, with those uh, I mean, with, with those sort of with baseballs, like sort of had those teams there for a while. So the I guess the history of it uh, sort of keeps uh, keeps fan support uh, there, even for the lesser team. Uh, all three of those of uh, those metro area uh, sizes are around uh, a little under 10, uh, 10 million, between ten million and nine point five million. Uh, even when you have a sixty forty split there, uh, the lowest sort of fan support size there. Uh, would be about 3.8 million uh, people in the metro, again, not including the surrounding area. Uh, that metro itself would still be 17th largest in the U.S., uh, 19 if you include Canada. So it, it makes, uh, by the numbers, some sort of sense uh, to have some teams there, although it is also towards the bottom end of, uh, uh, of the of metro of the metro size there to, to to put a second team in the city and what you're also missing out on uh, like i said before is a chance to put that team in a city that doesn't have a team and grow the game and grow a fan base there yeah and while it is more it, it would be hard to do to grow a fan base in some smaller cities obviously i think it's better because you you have more diehard fans Look at Buffalo compared to like the Giants or the Jets, where those fans are ride or die. Meanwhile, you have some people here who aren't that the same way because Buffalo is that smaller city compared to New York and I guess East Rutherford, as we will. But I gotta ask you this: Is it worth is it worth leaving a big city, even if you're doing terrible, even if you're not getting the attendance in? Sorry. Hmm. Because that it, it depends on if you're if you're in the race situation, or if you're just a bad team. Like if you're the Giants and the Jets, no, it's not a matter of whether New York likes football or not. They will like football when you start playing well. 
Well, here's something interesting in the twenty in the MLB. The last time fans were really allowed was a 2019 season, where uh, everything was uh, full of the season. So, only one team didn't have a million fans. To, uh, didn't have a total of a million fans at home. The bottom two teams, uh, the Rays, of course, second to the last, had a total of 1,178,735 fans in the year. You want to get guess what the last team was and how much they had? I'm going to guess it's a pretty big gap. Yes, I mean, it's the Marlins. Uh, my, it's Miami Marlins with 811,302 fans. Again, I, I kind of feel like that's uh, like that's kind of the, the point I was making that that attendance and performance, again, with the exception of the Rays and they we we have to call out they're an exception for a reason. Uh, because, again, the team like the Marlins prior, uh, prior to last year, uh, you said this is 2019. No one had any expectations for them. They didn't perform well. And so no fans were there. And that's kind of the same deal with uh, uh, with what you're talking about with, with the Jets and Giants. Yeah, they just haven't been playing well so fans aren't going to come it's 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 that simple i think though um i think the one uh one thing as far as uh i'm sorry i just want to go back to uh the the sort of these sort of uh and i add a quote lesser uh markets having two teams like the like uh like chicago san francisco oakland uh washington baltimore uh like, of course, I think one, one thing sort of the, the MLB is able to do uh, to sort of negate the, uh, uh, the loss there of like not putting those teams in other smaller markets to grow the game there is that those teams are there anyway uh, in minor league, in minor league uh, systems. Uh, I mean, most of them in AAA, you have Las Vegas, Indianapolis, uh, Charlotte, uh, Nashville, uh, places like that. And then... Uh, I think just about just about most of the uh, top top fifty and beyond uh, metro areas are are represented uh, in some form, be it through the major or minor leagues. I think with the exceptions uh, of Portland and Orlando, but that's all I can. Uh, oh, and New Orleans, but those are the only three I can think of. Uh, so it it shows just how much uh, MLB, par- uh, pardon the pun, covers their bases. Ah, uh, I like the uh, the clan horse too far, so I'm going to save the ears of that. But uh, just another quick question, if I may: Is it worth for a see a team like Miami to go to an area that has college success? I'm going to say Omaha. Omaha is where the the college baseball playoffs are, World Series and playoffs are played, and they have a metro area population of 843,000 people. Would it be worth the risk to go to to an area where we've seen college success? Uh, sorry, I'm just looking and seeing just how far. Yeah, Omaha would be the if, no 62nd uh, largest metro area in the U.S. If I'm not mistaken, so that would be uh, a very very small uh, small market if if you're uh, suggesting that, um, I feel like again, like I like I, I kind of said with, as far as the the more the more people in a metro area, the more likely you are uh, to to be able to support a team. Um, but again, of course, there are the, those exceptions. There are places like Buffalo uh, with the Bills. There are places uh, like 
uh, like Omaha uh, with with baseball uh, that you could that you could see might have might have uh, the potential the potential to support a small market team. So uh, just staying on the Marlins a little bit, where would you project them to go? We obviously Orlando has been covered up. I- I'm sorry, wrong sport. My bad. What there are some areas covered. No, up. no, so you wait. You did you did we not? I think we mentioned the Rays in Orlando. Yeah, that's why they're covered already. So where would you okay. say Miami should go? I think Miami. I think Miami should stay. I think that again, Miami, Miami, the, the city itself, uh, just about just about seven million in, uh, in metro area size, tenth largest uh, city uh, in the U.S. It it there the people are there to support the team. It all just comes down to if they can, again, be a good team when fans are allowed. I know, uh, I know. Last year, of course, they were good, but they didn't have fans. Who knows? Maybe we'll see because of that uh, that twenty twenty season an uptick in attendance for the Marlins this year. Yeah, Marlins. I don't want to go to their past of who they traded because that outfield was pretty stacked, uh, Yelich, Stanton, and more. But I don't know. Is really worth the risk of the rebuild compared to going to other cities who already have the stadiums built, like Omaha or, uh, or Montreal. I don't know. I don't see the I – I get that Miami is the better city. But for Marlins right now, in the situation they're in now, where the future looks bleak and they're going to be the laughing stock of the MLB as usual, I don't see how it's really worth staying and just not have another team move there. But I, I, I would have to counter that by saying I don't see – what good moving does for them you're in a you're in a big market so once you once you get once you get enough fan interest once you get like the the capacity for 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 revenue i mean especially you know is 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 so is so great in in miami and you get all you have to do really is just be good enough to to get the ball rolling and i think all all their problems will uh uh, I mean, I mean, not not instantly be solved, but it, it'll take some time. Uh, but but they'll they'll start to go away, and, and you can see hopefully under under good management. I know by history that's that's uh, it's a little questionable. Uh, but to say that they're that the Marlins have no hope is is just a blatant lie. I want to talk about um, I want to talk about one more thing in terms of. In terms of the the in terms of the big market multiple teams, and that is I think the the one the one case in the big four uh, where one market or one metro area has three teams, and that is New York hockey with the Rangers, the Devils, and Newark, uh, and the Islanders. As far as 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 I know, I know I uh, kind of use sixty forty splits uh, as. As, gen- as generally, what what you can expect from two teams in the, in the same in the same city, as far as uh, three teams, what I just did was uh, uh, was stack those that uh, that a sixty to forty team one, team two, team two sixty to team three forty. Uh, I'm so I'm sorry if, if you if you don't get the math, but the point is I got the math, and basically the just just from that the the lowest uh, amount of uh, support size. Our fan support size from from that metro uh, would come out to about four uh, four million 
uh, people in the metro, which would be larger uh, than one of than one of a, a, a Chicago uh, DC uh, type city with a second team. So it looks good on paper, but it's not. The world doesn't run uh, just on paper. It runs on it runs on logic and reasoning. And some some of the the thing about the thing about uh, adding a third team to to uh, to a city is that you can't just create fans. There's only so much uh, you can do to saturate the uh, the fan base and get them hyped up. You're, if you already have a rivalry between two teams in one city, then what what adding you already have that, and adding a third doesn't necessarily add the same dimension that adding uh, the second team uh, would. I feel like that, that's, uh, that's, I mean, that's one of the reasons why I feel like you see the New York Islanders uh, attendance uh, been low for, uh, for a while now. I think another reason is um, one of the things that, at least in, in New York, what they're, what they're doing sort of to uh, try to balance that a little more is spread them out within the metro area. Of course, the, the Devils in, New York, in Newark, uh, the Rangers uh, in, in Manhattan MSG, uh, and the Islanders on Long Island. Once they started to uh, move the Islanders uh, to Brooklyn and the Barclays Center, uh, you really see, uh, you really saw the, those attendance numbers uh, fall to the bottom of the league. Yeah, and a big issue, like you said, is there are multiple sport teams in that area. And while on paper, that does look great to have to be multiple teams in a big market, paper looks, everything on paper always looks to be better. So, yeah, and I don't know. I feel like a lot of teams would always be stuck in that limbo when they're either in such a big market with multiple successful teams around them that they'll never build or that they're just in a big market but can never have that significant push. I will say, however, well, for a lot of teams, it could work, like Mets and Yankees being in that big area, Dodgers and Angels, another one. For a lot of these teams, it really doesn't help. When you're stuck in a big market for the most part, and the, when you're as a mediocre to a below average team, it really doesn't help. Even at a successful team, I mean, look at the Chargers, who have who have bottom attendance, not as bottom attendance as most teams, but they aren't really big in attendance, despite them being multiple times having pretty decent pushes. Same with the Rams, you know. Sometimes a big market doesn't always mean big success. Yeah, of course. Again, as the as there are rules, there are. Uh, the exception every now and then, I think LA, LA with football uh, is is the big one, which uh, which really I feel like uh, is a little bit hypocritical when uh, when people uh, when people start to say, oh the oh the Raiders should have uh, should have tried to move to LA, they would have had support, and you keep saying like, wait, why why are these teams moving to LA? LA won't support them, so if why would they? I mean, I know the history with the Raiders. Uh, but that that's more than 30 years old now. Yeah, even just for more recent history, look at the Rams, who did have pretty decent support in St. Louis, but did drive to a bigger market in L.A. And as we've seen, it really hasn't panned out for the best. Uh, yeah, of course not. And, there, and again, there there's a reason why uh, teams now, like when uh, whenever – uh, people will talk about uh, NFL relocation again, aside from the Jaguars, because they they get a, a new candidate city uh, every other year. Uh, but the the sort of the sort of big three, 
that that come up are St. Louis, San Diego, Oakland, the the places that that the that those teams uh, grew grew their sport in, and then left. And the support is still there. If you saw the XFL, the St. Louis Battlehawks, and the AAF, the San Diego Fleet, the I mean, the support was there. It, it was it was strong. And again, it, while I while I will I will talk about sort of sort of metro size and how important that is, it it is not the only factor. Definitely, there's a lot to make a successful team, and there's a lot to make a team in a successful a successful team and a successful area. Yeah, and, and it is even it is even so much more uh, difficult to to for enough of those teams uh, successful teams in the successful areas to make a successful uh, league as a whole. And uh, you can you can comment on uh, how well uh, the MLB, NFL, NBA, NHL are doing right now, but but you cannot deny that they have uh, been around for as long as they have been for a reason. And with that, I think uh, this is a good enough time uh, to end the episode on, although I will say we've been recording for over an hour. So I don't know if you want to make this a two-parter. Um, yeah, I think this should be a two-parter. Great, then, uh, then thank you for listening to us and bearing with us in part two of this, uh, of this episode. Uh, probably have to retcon in an outro for, uh, for part one and where we split it off and uh, all of that. Um, Wait, I got one more question for you, Josh. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, how could the Mar- I, I don't want to focus on this topic so much, but how could the Marlins become a better team you know how how they could email us at two fans podcast at gmail.com number, they absolutely two, could <laughs> number the number two no capitals no spaces they absolutely could and if you have any questions comments or something you want us to talk about you can also email us at number two fans podcast at gmail.com we do this every single day monday through thursday so spotify anchor youtube and wherever you get your podcasts so until next time we will talk to you then